Danny Flexen here for Seconds Out. Delighted to be joined by Liam Walsh, former British champion and perhaps soon to be again British champion, uh, looking at the latest round of board orders. And that seems as good a place to start as any. You originally nominated to fight the then British champion, James Tennyson. He's now vacated, as I believe you predicted last time we spoke. Um, I think he might have a world title eliminator in the offing, we've been told, although we can't say too much about it yet, I don't think. But that leaves you now nominated to fight co-challenger Paul Hyland Jr. for the vacant title. How do you feel about the change in opposition? Um, Yeah, I'm fine with it, Danny. I'd obviously preferred to fight James because he's a a much bigger name um, and he's on a good roll. I'd get get a lot more props for beating James than I would for Paul. Although, style-wise, they're they're very similar. Um, They're stable mates and and I've watched watched quite a bit of Paul now, obviously, since this news has come. And I obviously know James. um, So, yeah, I'd rather have fought James, but I'm not underestimating Paul whatsoever because... like I said, I've watched a few of his fights. He's only lost to two decent fighters. And um, he lost to Ritson when Ritson was at the peak of his powers. And that was all over a bit fast. And you can't really take too much away for, too much out of that, really, I don't think. And um, Patera, he, um, he gave it a right go. He went over to, I think he fought him in Belgium as well, didn't he, Patera? Was it in Belgium? I think yeah, or it might have been in Italy. Or in Italy, maybe. Or so he fought in the way. Yeah, away from home, yeah. And... Um, and give it a really good go and eventually just got done. But Patera is a decent fighter. So it's going to be a good fight. I'm really looking forward to it because originally I was, um, when I realised James weren't going to fight and it's not that James wouldn't fight because James has proved time and time again, he'll, he'll go to other people's backyard and fight. You know, he's, he's been on, he's been in the aware corner on numerous occasions and, um, and fought hard and won and won. So um, I don't think for one second James wouldn't fight me. I don't think that's the case at all. He hit his management, um, Mark Dunlop and obviously Eddie, to doing what's best for Mark. Why take a high-risk fight against me for a British title when he when they can get him a bigger opportunity and put him in? I understand the business. I understand. So I've got nothing against James whatsoever. Hopefully, if I can get myself in a good position somewhere down the line, we might be able to fight. Um, for something a lot bigger, which would be nice. Um, but if not, then no worries. It's definitely, definitely not personal with me. I, it never has been. Um, I just want to fight the best, the best challenges, and he has my respect, and he's one of the best lightweights out there at the minute in the UK. So that's only the reason I wanted to fight him. Um, but I obviously wish him all the best as well. When if he is going getting a something bigger, a eliminator in some case, when I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'll be supporting him. So yeah. Um, We've, got, we've now got Paul Island to concentrate on. And like I say, he's, he's got my utmost respect and my attention. And I'll be preparing, as always, to my to my absolute best. And I'll, and I'll come ready, definitely. The fight's only just been ordered, of course. But have there been any talks that you're aware of yet? Do you know, you know if it's likely to go to purse bids or if a deal could be reached before that? I haven't heard anything just yet. I haven't spoke to anybody um, just yet. So I can't really... Yeah, comment on that side of it. I don't know what, what who'll pick it up. I don't know. Um, I don't know what'll happen with it. I don't. I just still don't know if the fight will happen, but I assume it will. I hope it does. Um, it's a British title fight, like you said at the start. There, um, I'll be a two-weight, two-time British champion. That's got a little nice little ring to it. Um, and yeah, I obviously came in this sport to be a world champion, but I still haven't given up hope on that dream. It's, it's, it gets further and further away as each year goes by, obviously, but. You never know. Stranger things have happened than me becoming a world champion and 
you don't know. You got one fight at a time, obviously. But if I can beat Paul in good fashion, something else might pop up, and then you don't know. I'm in the top ten in the WBO, so at any point, all of a sudden, you might just get brought in as a late replacement or something like that. I'm always ready. So, so yeah. So um, I've obviously I've always got hope, and and um, we'll see what happens. Well, also, more belts could be up for grabs soon, as we now have a three or four belt, depending on how you look at it, world champion in Teofimo Lopez after his excellent performance at the weekend. How good would he, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about that in a second anyway, but he's now talking about going straight up to 140, um, even those belts behind. So surely that'll open up more opportunities for fighters like yourself who are in governing body top tens. Yeah, exactly, yeah. um, I think one of the main keys in in fighters and young fighters, if anyone's listening to this, I shouldn't imagine there'll be many listening to it, Dan. Listen I don't get an ambush. No, but <laughs> more more me than you, I think, Matt. I'm about as exciting as fucking But anyway, um if there is, being persistent is so big in this sport. My, my, my brother Ryan has been more persistent than anyone I've ever seen in this sport. He has really had to you know, battle and battle and, and people will laugh at that and think, oh, he's never sold tickets, he's never done it. He's been on a big shows from the off, but that ain't, that ain't really the case. He's always, um, but yeah, it's you just got to be really persistent and never give in and just constant persistence and consistency is the key, I think. What did you make of uh, Lopez's performance on Saturday? Brilliant. And, and did you think he had a good chance beforehand? Not really. I I can't. I couldn't see anyone in the world up to lightweight beating Lomachenko. I just thought he he looked to me. He looked unbeatable. Up to lightweight, I thought if he went up to ten stone, I thought he'd struggle. Because, and in hindsight now, I should have given him more of a chance. Because you look at he struggled with Pedraza lightweight. He struggled with Linares a little bit at lightweight. He struggled with Luke Campbell at light. All all his lightweight fights were. He got asked questions in all of them fights, and um, and in hindsight now. And also, you got to ask the question, I think Tafimo's dad asked this question, how many young, hungry, unbeaten fighters has he actually fought? And I am not. don't think for a second I'm trying to discredit his CV here because he's, he's a modern-day great for me and he will still go down as, as a great. And he'll bounce back from this situation, I think. And he, if he goes back down to Super Feather, maybe, or, or even Feather, I don't know if he can still do Feather, but... Um, he'll still be, and even at lightweight, he'll still beat the majority of people. He could still beat Tafimo. Tafimo won't beat him 10 times out of 10. Um, he just performed brilliantly on the night and it was it was, um, it was refreshing to watch a young kid with loads of balls um, and willing to fight people and wanting to fight people. It was, it was really good to see. I'm, I'm buzzing for it. I'm a big fan of Tafimo now because he backed up everything he said. Oh, and he weren't he weren't offensive or anything like that in the build up. He was confident, and he was um, it was nice to see. And and the way he boxed, you just got to tip your hat to him and say, "Fucking well done." Um, does does it make yeah. you kind of even more ambitious, even more envious, if you like, when you watch a big event like that? I know there were many fans in attendance for obvious reasons, but it was still a mega event for the year, and it's in your weight division as well. Yeah, it it, it, get, it excites me when it, you see you see that, that you know they are that they're they're, they're the, the elite in, in this weight class. They are they're not world class. They're elite, if you ask me. Um, and there's you know I think there's a difference between world class and elite. And there's a handful of fighters in the world. And I think Lopez beating Lomachenko like that and telling everybody he'd beat him like that and knocking Comey out as well. That wasn't no joke. That was a mm. that was a statement as well. Um, 
he's, I think he's, I think he's in the elite category, and I really want him to go on. and And he's saying he's asking for Herney straight away. You know, that's commendable because Herney's a real fighter. Herney's, and I think that, you know what I've noticed in Lopez and Devin Herney is the the self belief, their confidence is, and their focus is on another level to your average world champions. You know that that they're they're past that and psychologically. I can see it in them. Um, but yeah, I, I like Lopez. I'm a fan, and 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 yeah, it gets me excited. But you buzz for it. You think, Jesus, that's what that's where you got to get to. Obviously, it's it's a big ask now. I'm 34 years old. Uh, 22. I'm fucking. I'm not far off being old enough to be his dad almost. But <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to banging him out at what 11 years old. <laughs> Couple of years after that, not too much, not too many years after. <laughs> I think I think your um your childbearing well not childbearing days, but your child producing days may be over now. I don't know. That's that's obviously your decision. But you've got a house full. Yeah, I hope so because my wife will be unhappy if not because she's um she's had that job done whatever they have done for oh, right. so that she can yeah, yeah <laughs> so, so they definitely are. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, be in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. You've been in, obviously, with someone else who many people consider elite in Javante Davis. His next fight yeah. is going to be still down at super featherweight, but he's expected yeah. long-term or short-term to go up to lightweight. What sort of chance do you give him against Lopez and Lomachenko? Um, originally, I didn't give him much against Lomachenko, and I probably still don't, because styles do make fights. I know everyone goes, oh, it's the worst saying in boxing eyes, but maybe I could say it better than just the usual styles make fights. But I don't know, stylists... There's certain styles that suit certain fighters and and and, and so forth. You you know the game anyway, Dan. But um, I think stylistically, I think watching that the other night though, you've got to look at that and think, well, what did he? What did Loma do? What did Lopez do that Tank couldn't? You know, in terms of front foot pressure, and he didn't throw tons of punches at him. He weren't like a high work rate. It was just that front foot pressure and then reactions. And every time Loma, or well, Loma didn't throw too many, but I, I was. I was confused. But I rung my mate. Well, in round three, I, I, I stayed up and watched it in my view. And um, I put on our group. We got this little box up group, and I put on my I put my thoughts on there. And I was just saying, like, I'm confused to what Lama's game plan is, or to what's going on here. But um, yeah, I was, yeah, his chances, his chances against Lopez. That's just a cracking fight, isn't it? It's a mega good fight. Um, yeah, you've got to give him a, you've got to give Javonta a chance with anybody up to up to thirty five, up to one three five. You have to because he can punch and his speed is is immense. Um, do I think he'd beat Lopez right now? I think it's a bit of a shootout. I think that'd be. A, I don't. I don't expect we're going to see them fights anytime soon, unfortunately. But it'd be nice to see him. Lopez seems game to fight anyone. He's, he's you know. He, Stepped up to the plate and fought Lomachenko. He's now asking for Devin Haney, so I tip my hat to him. I'm a fan. Javante um, V is a good fight. Javante V, who else? Against Loma is a good fight, but I don't think we're going to see him. Um, and I think when you get to that level, where that sort of elite level, I think Javante's still got a couple of. Maybe Javante for me is he's still got to prove he's in the elite class. Um, he's got elite attributes, his speed and things like that, his power. They're they're definitely elite, but. I think he's still got somewhere. His best wins Pedraza, um, and then after that, obviously he fought myself. But he ain't going to get loads of credit for that. He's he's got he's got he's got to have a few good wins to to put himself in that category. I think. Um, 
but I'd give him a chance against anybody. But right now, I'd favour Lomachenko to beat him. Um, and Lopez, Lopez holds his feet a lot more. He's still he's there to be hit, but he's also there to hit you. So that would be a real good, a real shootout. But, um, but yeah, I, I obviously want Javante to do well. I, I've got enough of the eyes, like I said a minute ago with James. There's nothing personal like, with any fighter in my eyes. Um, I'd love to see him go on to win multiple world titles and multiple weights, and and I'm always hoping he, he does really well. Uh, but that's all down to him, I think. I think it'll all be down to how he lives and his lifestyle and and if he can hold it all together. Now, there was another um, show on Saturday night, this one taking place in Peterborough. You probably would have been there if it wasn't for the COVID restrictions because it's not that far from yeah. you. Um, yeah. I presume you saw the uh, Lewis Ritson, Miguel Vasquez main event and the controversy yeah. that followed not long after. What, what <laughs> did you make of the fight and the decision? Um, I thought Vasquez won the fight. I, I, I'm not going to jump on the bandwagon and say, oh, he, he got absolutely robbed and all that because, if I'm honest, I didn't sit there and score it round by round. So I'm sort of talking to my brother watching the fight and my general consensus was that Vasquez was winning the rounds, winning the rounds. Um, obviously, Ritson was trying hard and but um, when the fight finished, my feeling was, well, he's won the round, but that could be because I'm sat there listening to the commentary, talking to my brother, glancing at it, talking to me. But I didn't watch it intently. You know, too many people jump on the bandwagon and say, right, the commentator said it, so that means it's, it's a robbery. But really, if you want to score a fight, you must you must turn the volume off and you must sit there on your own and concentrate and, and score it round by round, 10-9, 10-8, wherever it be. Um, you can't just watch it and go, oh, I think he won the fight. It, it doesn't work like that. Um, so whether or not it's it was really, really bad decision, I don't really know. I mean, I felt that Vasquez should have won it, but... Um, if I was gonna, if I had to, I'd go back and watch it and watch it with no volume and, and pull it apart how I thought. But yeah, my general feeling was Vasquez was very unlucky not to get the nod. But I, I, I the same with Ahara, I was there that night, and yet again, um, I wasn't scoring it round by round, but I felt he was unlucky in that fight as well. But talking about being um, unlucky, your twin brother Ryan <laughs> may be the most unlucky boxer in Britain. Um, yeah, late latest bout of misfortune saw his golden contract final scuppered or at least postponed at short notice when Jazza Dickens and co-trainer Derry Matthews tested positive for COVID-19 in fight week. Um, he must have been devastated. Uh, the fight's been rescheduled now, of course, but but just give us an idea yeah. of how he's getting on. Um, he's fine now. He's saying he's spot on. He's really, really back on it, cracking on again. He, he was it. It's funny. It's not funny, but he was he was in such good. He woke up two ounces over the weight in the morning of the weigh-in, you know. And you know yourself, and you know fighters, they get up and they have to do what they have to do to get the weight off. And things. he he's never woke up two ounces over the weight. It was just it was almost like it was a, a wind up. It just like this can't be right, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the scales, yeah, yeah. He didn't have to that go to the. Yeah, he didn't have to go. Like when when he got the call, obviously off MTK, he went. He was like, "You jog." He was like, "He just couldn't, we just couldn't believe it." It was devastating for. But Ryan's positive, and we are positive, and we stay positive. So it, it, the working the work weren't lost. Dan. Yeah, I'm still here. Don't worry. Oh, sorry, mate. It just yeah, flicked yeah. off on mine. Um, yeah, the, the um the work isn't lost. It's just stored energy, and um, so he's we now took it into going again, and um. He had a little, little, I think we had about four, he didn't have any dares off actually. He had four or five dares where we didn't punch in the gym, but we ran pretty much every day. So 
we still he's just carried on, just carried on rolling, which just seems to be the story of his of his year, really, because obviously he fought in February and then we was looking at, I think June was the set date. So he had three, four days off, still went running. And then um, we went rolling from there and we hadn't stopped. We've been training all year. So he'll be he'll be more than ready in December. And um, it looks a good fight. I'm, I'm excited for that one. Wouldn't it be great if they could get your British title fight on the same show? Yeah, that'd be, yeah, that'd be brilliant. Um yeah, I don't even I don't even spoke to empty cars of yet, but that's um, maybe an avenue we can go down. I don't know if it's don't possible tell or them not. I suggested but... it, so it was your idea. <laughs> and they might yeah. You never know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It would be good, but I'd also like it to be after in a way because I want Ryan to have his own his own wow. limelight, his own shine that night. Um, and sometimes when you are both on on the same night, when when we were younger and it was six rounders and eight rounders and stuff, even if there was just me fighting for a Commonwealth and Ryan doing an eight round, it was more doable. But as you get, as the fights have got bigger, it has become harder. And um, sure. obviously we've only two in the corners as well. Where we've had in the past, we've had sort of Manuel and Graham both there. So we've had, you know, one can take one, one can take the other sort of thing. We wouldn't have the luxury of that this time. So it would be difficult. So if I had my choice, it, I would go after Ryan, but, if if that was the day they wanted to do it on, then yeah, I'd be I'd be more than willing. But I'd also Ryan'd have priority and have everything in that because he's the priority at the minute. That's very good of you. Um, just before I let you go, I want to mention your other brother, of course, Michael. Um, yeah. We saw him come back after a long time out, still unbeaten. Yeah. <laughs> which yeah. is pretty cool. Um, yeah. What's the plan for him? Is he is he going to fight regularly now? Was it just to scratch the itch? Or what's going on? I, 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 could, I could tell you now that he's now coming back because he really wants a British title, which is true. But then tomorrow he could decide, actually, now nah, stuff it, I'm done with it. And then on Wednesday he could decide he wants to be a world champion. And on Thursday that could all change again and he's never boxing again. So I don't I don't I don't want to give you any wrong information. No, Michael's uh, Michael really, really, really wanted to win a British title. He's born that's all he ever set out to do. He never wanted to do anything else. Um and when they've stripped Ryan recently, Michael rung up Robert Smith straight away, personally managed to get his number and ring him. And um, I don't think Robert appreciated that phone call because <laughs> <my, laughs> Michael's um, got funny ways of putting things. But um, he had some points. He had some points, what he was saying. He was saying, well, how am I not even considered? And and to see Jordan Gill now pull himself out of... Um, out of the perspids or the, the position is, is is sickening to see because they've stripped Ryan of a title, Ryan's fight falls through, Jordan Gill pulls out of perspids and you're just thinking, what is going on here? You know, Michael's not eligible to fight for it, even though he, he beat Sean Davis in a round. And yet, um, what's your man called? Reese Reese Mould beat Sean Davis and that was his eliminator, so to speak. But right, Michael doesn't doesn't ain't considered um, I don't know what he sort of has to do to get himself into a position. He keeps he's been told activity and to beat some people. And the reason he fought Sean Davis is because he thought that that was a, a reasonable if it, if it sort of if it was good enough for Mould, then it's good enough for me. Yeah. And um, that that weren't that weren't the case when he spoke to the board. So I don't I don't have Michael fight anymore. I don't I can't tell you if he will. I wouldn't. I'd like to see him get a British title fight because he'd be content with that. He'd, well, he'd be happy. Um, but. You know yourself. There's not there's politics in the sport, and you've got to you've got to get position. You got to be you got to be given a chance. You got to be given an opportunity. You don't seem to be given one. 
I'd love to hear a recording of that phone conversation between Ryan and uh, sorry, between Michael and Robert Smith. <laughs> I wasn't there when he rung him. He just went, no ringing him. And I was like trying my best to tell him not to because he was spitting feathers. Okay. And then about an hour, about half hour later, yeah, yeah, I've spoken to him. And then, yeah, the rest is, yeah, he's, Great I don't story. know. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. Really appreciate your time. It's always good to catch up with you. No. And um, I look Thank forward you. to a date being announced for the fight between you and Paul Highland Jr. for the British title. Um, as soon as that happens, maybe we should have another catch up and, and see what's going on. Definitely. Yeah, I appreciate it. Danny, thank you for always giving us a nod and um, keeping us all relevant. All the, you know, you people are as important as us because without the, um, yeah, well, without you, man, no, no, none of us are any, not even nearly relevant, are we? So, yeah, no, thank you. And, um, Thank you to everyone who's sort of half keeping fair for myself and looking forward to me fighting, supporting it. Because, um, yeah, again, without the fans and the people supporting you, you, you we would, there wouldn't have been no boxers, would they? So, yeah, thank you all. And don't get corona, personally. I want to stay <laughs> safe because that, that pisses me off when everyone's... Just, I, I, I've never been in a... What is it? I don't know the word. It's not a groupie. But when so, someone says something, then everyone has to say it. Yeah, I'm yeah, more of a trendsetter. Yeah, yeah, I'm a trendsetter. I can't, so I will not <laughs> say stair surf to anybody because just like, yeah, look after yourself. I don't know. Yep, <laughs> hope everyone's in good health. <laughs> I've, ran, I've ran on now. Cut me off quick. <laughs> yeah, mute. <laughs> uh, it's really good to be out and I'll speak to you soon. Awesome. Good to see you, mate. Take Thanks. Care. Cheers, mate. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye.